Kia ora, koto, um, talofa lava, everyone. Welcome to Queen Life Podcast. Um, I'm here with a wonderful wahine, um, Melly Went. It is Went. Yep. Yep. Um, and she is. Oh my God! I've got a massive list. A, a massive list here. Um, she's involved in the um, education sector as consultant and leader. Um, used to be part of work for Wellington University, Wellington, uh, Victoria University, Wellington. I've had about six coffees this morning. Um, part of the Wellington Pacifica Network um, and member of um, a White Ribbon Ambassador. And, member, and you are a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit. You never told me that. How do I? <laughs> I don't have that on a t-shirt. I'd walk around. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, yeah, I got that. Well, thank you very much for having me, Jane. It's great to be here. Um, Morena Koto, Talafalava. Yeah, so that was really, very unexpected. That happened last year. Um, out of the blue, I got a... You know, I got notification that somebody had nominated me for a um, yeah an order, an honour thingy, and um, just yeah. So it was I was chuffed in the sense that I guess it's it's um, recognition of not only my achievements but all of the the collective you know support that um, that I've had and 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 it's it's also yeah uh, acknowledging my family and and yeah. friends that have supported me along the way. But yeah, very, very humbling, very humbling. And um, yeah, no, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that, stop talking about that. Um, yeah. So the, the, um, the stuff that I've been talking about on these podcasts is, you know, we've moved into level one celebrations, woo, around the world. Um, but also that experience of being in lockdown and being with family and being in bubbles. Um, so how and the first question I ask is how are you and how are you um yeah. tell me about that I'm really well and actually um the whole COVID environment the lockdown environment didn't really dramatically change life for me because for the last five years I've been working from home yeah doing a mixture of um governance so at the moment I'm on three um entities three boards and doing consulting on and off part-time from home and doing quite a lot of pro bono work and so the actual physical nature of the COVID environment, lockdown environment, didn't change much for me at all. Uh, what it did change is rather than me uh, being at home by myself, I then had our two grown-up, um, well, I have a, our grown-up daughter lives with us and she works at Stats NZ and so she started working from home and, the, and her partner who also lives with us, Sammy, he started working from home too. He's a teacher, high school teacher. So I had company during the day and actually it was really nice. So we'd, thankfully we've got a big enough house. Everyone had their own space, workspaces and um, Ete, my husband, would go off. He became a, an essential worker because he's, he's doing a radio program Monday Mondays to Fridays um, from 9 to 12. So he would go off to the radio station by himself and work the desk by himself and do his radio program every day from Monday to Friday. So he'd go off and then come back. And it was nice having company during the day. Um, I guess week three was, diff was challenging, though. Everything sort of came to a head. Week three was my worst. 
Well, apparently psychologists reckon that um, in any sort of, you know, cabin fever or lockdown or imprisonment or whatever, the third week is usually when things hit the fan. So they certainly did with us. Etty and I had a massive, massive argument. And um, yes, but after that, after everything sort of blew up, everything was fine. And we just learnt, we just, yeah, got in the groove of things and just did what we needed to do to cope and so I was going out walking every day so for me you know half an hour walk during the day middle of the day was sort of my way of getting some exercise but some vitamin d and and some fresh air and and just yeah out of that sense of entrapment and stuff yeah Uh, so yeah I didn't psychologically um find it too bad and still and 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 in fact, I really quite enjoyed it. So, you know, for me, grocery shopping became quite pleasurable. I, I enjoyed not, you know, not having a lot of people and just, yeah, I, yeah, I've enjoyed oh, that. And totally. now, and now when things are sort of like going back to the way they were so quickly, I'm getting really grumpy around the traffic and around the supermarkets and things are just getting a bit too fast paced yeah. for my liking. And I'm still keeping my distance, you know? Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. And I'm nodding lots here. <laughs> a friend said to me, you know, we talked a lot about that the birds returned and the, da, da, da. and I said, you know, if you want the birds to return and stay, you have to do something about that. Like that's up to you. If you don't like all these cars, you know, all the traffic, I'm like, we are the traffic. We have to do yeah. something about that. That's what shifts exactly. changes. And, uh, you know, now being part of the, you've got four babies who aren't babies. How old are your yeah. four babies? Well, the youngest, you know, nearly is, will be uh, in a few weeks' time. She'll be 25. And Teha in Brisbane, he is 29. Uh, Moana is 31. And Mana is 33. And so the, yeah. three of, the three that weren't with you, were you, yeah. how, how was that? Were you kind of reaching out lots and talking about the differences of people being in different countries? Yeah. So we started, um, you know, Zooming with each other once I'd organize a family, a family Zoom on a Sunday evening. Yeah. So we were comparing and contrasting, but really just making sure that every, all the kids and their families were doing well, which they were. Moana lives just down the road in Newtown and here in Wellington. So we, um, you know, we connected with her and she's got our little grandson, Manu, the baby who would spend a lot of time with us. So we found that was the one bad thing about lockdown the uh the first you know the level four lockdown environment where um we couldn't see Manu that was really hard but as soon as we could our bubbles merged and then you know he comes and he's here with us at least once every once a week overnighting oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and so moving through, you know, working in the education sector, lots of the, I, I talked to lots of people about who they were worried about. So I, you know, I work in the social sector and I live in a nice house and I've got a nice partner who, you know, I, we don't often, we, you know, we have our disagreements, but I feel safe and looked after. And, and we yeah. all, we, we, my friends and I were constantly talking about who we were worried about. And some of those people were young people in the fact that they couldn't, they might be in houses that they didn't like being in or weren't safe in um, or couldn't connect with those young people, or, you know, actually touch those young people that they needed to. Um, who were you worried about? Did you have people you worried about? As, and as an aside, especially being somebody who's aware of white ribbon and what that means and being involved in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I, 
I, I don't think I was consciously worried about individual people who, who I know and love um, because, you know, I think if the, I think that if they were having any problems, I'd sort of know about it. Yeah. So my nearest and dearest, I wasn't concerned about, I guess there was a general broader concern um, around the, the knowing that uh, in these sorts of environments, the rates of, of, of uh, domestic violence absolutely skyrockets, and it did, um, and it did around the world as well. And so just it was a general sense of uh, helplessness of, you know, there's, there's, there's these, we know that there are a lot of vulnerable women and children out there, um, and because I'm not directly involved in a, you know, in a social services provider or things like that, just sort of thinking, well, what can I do? So I guess I was just um, doing my bit to sort of raise consciousness on Facebook and, and um, highlight issues and just reach out and say, you know, hey, if you're having any difficulties, let me know or let someone know or, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it was, but it was a bit, it was a bit, uh, I felt a bit helpless that, you know, I know that there's this problem out there. What can I do more to sort of try and help? And we know that, that you know, like you said, you had a big argument in week three and that, that um, the importance of communication in those, you know, I said to, to Trent at the start of it, if we do not communicate, we ain't going to last two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go and get in my car. I'm going to go and drive and live in the forest somewhere. Because I, 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 I ha we have to keep talking, especially having a toddler and juggling both working at the same time. Um, it yeah. was, yeah, it was pretty full on. Yeah. And Etta and I were talking about that too. And um, he, you know, he did, he did read an article quite early on in lockdown about the fact that um, psychologists and various others were saying the rates of divorce are going to skyrocket after this experience or, you know, a lot of relationships will end. And I think that's being borne out. I think a lot of relationships won't ha won't survive this, yeah. this whole period. But then on the other hand, um, a lot will, but they will, I think they'll be all the stronger for it. They'll be more resilient because they will have gone through, they will have had the, that communication. They will have had to deal with the shit hitting the fan and, <laughs> and they will have worked through those difficulties. And so I think in that sense, it's probably strengthened a whole lot of really yeah. of, of relationships, um, which is probably, which is a good thing. But yeah, I think unfortunately there'll be a lot of divorce lawyers who are really happy. The fact that their business goes up quite dramatically. And 2020 is surely showing us like, giving us a kick up the ass eh? like it really is it, i mean Very like shifting so. shifting the work you do in the pacifica community and with young people I, i've really started to i mean i started to look at i mean specifically the the community i live in which is you know very hugely pakia and and very dominated by that voice and constantly thinking of how can we get those young people who voices we don't hear at the table how does that happen? What what do you what does how do, what does this situation bring up for you in that sense? And what can we do? That's a really really good question. Um, I'm I've been a strong advocate for a long time now around um, giving you know uh, stronger platforms and voices to people of different ethnicities in this country and of younger people. So for me, it's around age as uh, ethnicity as well as age. Um, and yeah, I guess 
the, little, the, thing, the little thing that I can do is in the organizations that I'm on the boards of or in, that I'm involved in is just to advocate, you know, um, who, let's, get some, let's get some younger board members, uh, you know, let's look at that. And, 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 but really, I, I don't know, there's, there's not a lot of, um, I don't think there are, other, there are a lot of other tangible things that I can do other than do what I can do in my little neck of the woods, if that makes yeah, no, sense. And actually, and actually, it's not your job. It's my job, do you know, to say, hang on, roll my sleeves up um, and get all those other people to roll their sleeves up and find, find, you know, discover, learn, educate, shout louder, all that stuff. Because of the, yeah. I know from working with young people for a long time, they're the people that we need to support in getting into those roles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe. And the other thing is to, is mentoring young people and just helping them when they are going to, you know, applying for jobs or when they are, have, when they are put into a challenging situation or when there's an opportunity that comes up and thinking, okay, you know, who do I know that I can encourage to do that or who can I mentor through this tricky situation? And people actually, uh, you know, I get, I get random requests on, especially on Facebook private message, Melia, can you help me with this? Or I've got a question. Can I meet you? The other day I met with a young woman who's got her first board appointment and she said, can I meet with you for coffee for sort of a governance 101 corridor, you know, just, yeah. And so, I mean, I'm doing, I always do a lot of that and have done for a long time because I think, you know, as, as a, as somebody with some experience, you know, the, it's, it's our responsibility to help as many people as we can, yeah. young people, yeah. through, as I was helped through by a lot of older and more experienced people along the way, you know, so to give back and to, yeah. you know, help, help, help others, especially younger people. So I do a lot of mentoring and, yeah. and am involved in quite a lot of mentoring. And I've never, I mean, I've only lived here and in the UK, but the, the comparison between here and the UK of people being able to offload their support and information, it, there's just no, there's no, the difference is unbelievable. The UK is yeah. very secretive. We're not sharing information. What do you want this information for? Are you going to get above me? Are you going to take over me? Do you know? Whereas here I found lots of people have offered, 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 offered. Um, take this information. Go make it better. Yeah, well, I guess I... Yes and no. I think it depends on who you are and what, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the environment you are. So, yeah. you know, I don't know, as a, as a young Māori or Pacific woman, is there a lot of support available to you? Which no, not as yeah. much as, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Looking in so, my mirror. Um, yeah. 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 No. Totally. And I still think, and I still think, you know, as a colonized British, you know, as a British former British colony, you know, we, we still have some of that, those cultural, I think, traits here where people aren't as open as they really could be and should be, you know, people are, are sometimes too polite or they're not direct enough. Yeah. Actually, Americans, when I ran the Fulbright program for 10 years, Americans would come and they'd be here for at least several months. A lot of the younger, the postgrad students would be here for a year. And I'd, it was really interesting to, to see what, how they found New Zealanders from their, you know, from, with these different foreign eyes. And many would talk about how a lot of New Zealanders were actually quite close and actually quite passive aggressive. And yeah. I agree. I think we are. You know, I personally 
don't think I am, but um, I was not, I did not grow up here. I, I, you know, I grew up in the Pacific. And so I have quite a different style of being and communicating and, and culturally as well than, than a lot of people in this country. So I find it frustrating as well. Yeah. And so for you having family in, are they in Apia? Is that where? Oh, I have family all over all Samoa. Of, yeah. And how? And all how, over the Pacific. <laughs> so that, that communication over this time, what's been the, the what, what have you discovered about what's going on there? Well, I think Facebook is just brilliant in that sense. Yeah. So I'm able to have daily, you know, updates of how things are going for my family throughout the world, yeah. you know, within seconds. And so I think, you know, that's, that's how I've been able to keep in touch and share as well. So it's two ways. And so, yeah, we, we, have, um, we have a fantastic WENT family network um, that was set up and it's got over 300 people on it. And, you know, we regularly talk to each other and interact with each other. And um, many, many, most of those, a lot of those people I've never met in my life because, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we're related back several generations through the Wallace and Fortuna side. And then there's the Samoan Wents. And then, and then now, the, you know, the diaspora, the Went diaspora is all over the world, yeah. literally. <laughs> And so their current situation, what's happening there? Are they still, are their borders shut to? Yes, they, yes. Yeah. Borders are still shut everywhere. Yeah. Even though yeah. Samoa has never had any COVID, um, the, the borders are still shut. Um, Fiji, same. I mean, so I think most of the, most, most countries' borders are still closed. Yeah. So, um the future for you, what, what's on your list? What's next on your list? Because I know, I know there's a list, Melly. I know there's a list. Well, yes and no. Like, um, yeah, so I am looking for another, you know, board position. And so my governance sort of side of things will continue. Yeah. And I want that to strengthen. And I don't know, I'm, 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 I, I've not been a type of person that has set goals and then, you know, specifically set goals and then, implemented specific steps to achieve those goals yeah, you know? yeah, it's yeah. a lot of the time it's been fortuitous um you know serendipity yeah. sort of instances um but then on the other end i think there have been times where there have been things that i wanted and i sort of proactively sort of tried to get them so but you know for me at this point in time i don't have anything uh significant that i wouldn't necessarily share at this time I think it's really just a strengthening enhancing what I'm doing now yeah. and that is a mixture of governance but also the, the whole uh, white white ribbon sort of family violence work doing other things in that area yeah. um, and then on the consulting side doing things around Pacific education Pacific sort of development I don't know I, I make it up as I go really best way best way absolutely <laughs> Um, so are you, uh, are you ready for your quick fire round? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, favorite New Zealand biscuit. Oh, oh what are they called? There's the squiggly, the ziggly ones. The amount of people who say that, honestly, if you'd have said ginger nut, we would not be friends anymore. <laughs> I hate ginger nuts. They are the hate ginger nuts. biscuit. It's not even a word. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the squiggles. I know the squiggles. A lot of people yeah. know that. Uh, spring, <laughs> spring or autumn? Uh, that's a good question. Spring. Spring, definitely, because it's, you know, we're heading into summer. <laughs> I know, exactly. Uh, favorite vegetable? Uh, broccoli. Ooh. Uh, were you uh, someone who did your homework at the start of the school holidays or at the end at two o'clock in the morning? It, it, no, neither. It was a, sort of in between. You're the first person yeah. who said that. Yeah, no, I'm not your last minute person, but I'm not your first, you know, like eager your, beaver either. I like that. I like it. Yeah. Um, guilty music pleasure, or actually just a music pleasure is good. Um, I don't know, just chilling out with a glass of wine, Tony Braxton, just R&B. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love I'm it. Sort of, yeah. Uh, Kindle or book? Oh, definitely book. Never, never read e-books. Um, beach or mountain? Beach, absolutely. Every I'm a Pacific, Pacific I girl. I born in Samoa, lived in Samoa, Fiji. I have to be near the beach. I can feel the passion oozing. Yeah, yeah. Um, hot bath or hot shower? Shower, definitely. And definitely. Uh, one thing you'd like to recommend that you've been listening to or watching recently? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, at the moment on Netflix, I'm watching. I'm doing this. I've just done this. What is, what's the word? Oh, my God, my brain's not working. When, binge. I've been binge watching yeah, yeah. Queer Eye. Queer okay. Eye. Queer Eye. Oh my God, I love that show. Yeah. And, but from a psychological perspective, it's they have such good messaging. Like if you just watch it purely for the lessons that you can learn, yeah. it's just fantastic. And it's, you know, they it's reinforcing things like you've got to look after you first before you can look after anybody else, especially for women, you know. Yeah. Um, you've got to love yourself, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I've been watching that lately. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and what are you going to go and do right now? Um, go for a walk. Do my go daily on. walk with my daughter. Yeah, well so she, she has her lunch break. We'll go off. Yep, half an hour. Walk around the, the suburbs of Kandala. <laughs> See what's going on. See what yeah. trouble is going on. Um, thank yeah. you so much for spending some time with us. And it's so lovely. Oh, my pleasure. Um, and we yeah, will it's been good to catch soon. up. When I'm in Wellington. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Do Thank that. Kakite. Kakite. Bye.